Today we heard the full first creation story from Genesis. And my guess, you giggled, it was the whole thing. And we likely know this story pretty well. We know that on day one, God said, let there be light and there was light and there was evening and morning on the first day. And that method continues through all six days, creating everything. And then on the seventh day, God rested. Now, some of you might be thinking that Genesis is a story about the history of creation, and that's okay. But thinking only of Genesis as the way things came to be misses what I think is the deeper meaning of the Genesis story, which is really about our relationship to God, God's relationship to the entirety of creation, especially with humanity. And just in case we were thinking that the creation story was technical, in the next verses after the ones we heard this morning, you get the second creation story. And so given that we've got in the first two chapters of Genesis, two different stories, it's important for us to go deeper below the surface and not just to take it at face value. It's important that we anchor today what we'll be talking about today in one critical idea. And that's the difference between history and truth. Now, for many of you, this may not be a new idea because I talk about this all the time whenever I teach Bible studies and other things. But for some who may not have been in class with me, this idea of history and truth might be relatively new. For some, this might be the first time that we consider that there can be differences between the two. History, what history is, is really something technical. History is, so this person went to that place in that year and said that thing. History is what we might consider what we used to call journalism. And then what we actually say happened in a certain way at a certain time. Truth. Truth is something different. Truth is something that does not necessarily anchor itself in historic accuracy, but instead tells us something true about the way the world is or about the people we are. Now, certain things can be both true and historic, like I would argue the Gospels, true and historic. Some things can be true and might be historic, like when we talk about the kingdom period in Israel's history. And then there are some things that are true and they don't need to be historic. Like when we talk about the creation of everything. When we look at the creation story, it does not need to be scientific and technical because the reason the creation story was told is so that we know the deep, profound truth that God created us that God created us in his image and that when God created us in his image, God's love for us was planted deep down from the very beginning. God's love goes to our very spirits, our very essence. God's love for us and for all of humanity is uncompromising, unconditional and complete. This is important for us because we know that life can be pretty challenging. I met with a friend this past week who had been gone for a month on vacation, something she had earned, something she had saved up for and had planned for a long time. And I wanted to know how this excellent vacation went because she was out of the country in multiple places, seeing friends that she has known for a very long time. And as I sat waiting for her in the restaurant, she came walking in and she gave me the 
face as she sat down. And I thought, wait a minute, you just had a month vacation. Tell me what happened. So this friend of mine, she is divorced and she has grown children and grandchildren. And so because of her divorce and her children being out of the house, she lives alone. And years ago, she sold her house and has been living the apartment lifestyle with no maintenance to have to speak of. And it's kind of sounds great, except she went on this month long vacation. And while she was gone, unbeknownst to her, the owners of the apartment complex noticed half of the residents that they had 30 days to move out. By pure accident, she talked to one of her neighbors the day before she returned to find out that 27 days earlier, they had noticed all of them on their side of the building by paper only that they had 30 days to move out. So you guessed it. She returned home to just under 48 hours to have to move out of her apartment with nowhere else planned to go. And so she rushed and she boxed and she put things into storage. And thankfully, she had a friend who had a guest house. And so she's living with them right now. But as she sat down to tell me the story, she bypassed all of the wonderful bits about her month-long vacation to say, I thought God and I were good, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> that to me sums up the way that many of us often face life. Like we think things are going well and we think God and us, we're good. And then we hit a wall. And that wall can look like any number of things. That wall can be almost anything. It can be professional. It can also be health related. It could be an issue with a family member. It could be a tragedy out in the world. Whatever that wall is where we thought everything was smooth and going well. And then all of a sudden we hit something that then calls into question who we are. And more importantly where God is in those moments. We can question God's presence. We can question God's power or even worse. And today we are reminded of a very important, fundamental, deep truth about who we are and whose we are. We know we are created in the loving image of God. And then at the very last, we heard in the gospel lesson today that just before Jesus leaves from his earthly ministry, after his resurrection, the last thing he says to his disciples is, I am with you always to the end of the age. God created each of us. Yes, we kind of know that. We learned that in Sunday school. We might have sung a song about it at vacation Bible school. But each of you were created in God's image. And each of you carry God's spirit deep inside of us. Jesus reminds all of his disciples, including us, that he is with us always to the very end. When we anchor ourselves in that truth and when we go beyond the specifics and the technicalities of so much of what we see in scripture, we can gain what God really wants from us, what the storytellers really want for us in our lives, that we represent the entirety, the goodness of God out in the world. God's love for us is shown in creation, shown in the death and resurrection of Jesus, and shown in the sustaining power of the Holy Spirit that fills each one of us up 
God is not divided and separated from us. God does not live somewhere out there for us to sense or see occasionally. God's own spirit is in every person who turns toward God. God's own spirit is in every person who wishes to commit themselves to God through a life of discipleship. And God's own spirit is what sustains us and lifts us up when life brings us to our lowest points. It is in God, in every image of God, that we find the hope that carries us forward. God created us. God has redeemed us in the fullness of Christ and God sustains us with the spirit that goes deep into our soul. When the world is hard, not only remember who you are, who you were created to be, but who you belong to in the essence and the deep nature of truth. God never leaves you, never And God's love will be with you always. Amen.